Agenda setting conversations of the day. Well, let's move from marriage to cars, shall we? I'm sure you've seen uh, several minibus taxis on your way to work this morning. In almost all cases, they use the internal combustion engine. They use uh, petrol engines. Now, there's a project to try and see if some of those engines can be replaced with electric engines. In other words, to use electricity to power minibuses instead of petrol. Professor Tinas Boyson is the research chair in the Internet of Things Department of Electrical and Electronic Engineering at the Faculty of Engineering at the University of Stellenbosch. Professor Boyson, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. So great to talk to you again. Thanks uh, for having me. Sure. There's around a quarter of a million minibus taxis in this country. Um, they all pretty much all use petrol engines. Would it be possible to actually replace that petrol engine that's got to be used rarely uh, for a long period twice a day with an electric engine? Absolutely, yes. This is why we're, we're busy with this exercise, Stephen. I'm actually in Johannesburg at the moment visiting um, a RAM equipment, our partners. We've retrofitted one of these vehicles, and after about two or three years of acquiring data, doing simulations and everything, we're pretty confident that the electric taxi would be able to do most of the jobs. The one place that, that it's not able to do is the long-distance trips um, from, for example, Western Cape to Eastern Cape. But the urban transport, it'll definitely be able to do, yes. I mean, in some cases, it's uh, the way that the taxi industry really works is busy in the morning, busy in the afternoon. You've got that long gap in the middle of the day. Is that what makes it easier? That we'll have more time to recharge? Exactly. It's, it's partially that. Um, so the middle of the day gives you the opportunity to charge. But what is fantastic about that middle of the day lull is that it also gives you the opportunity to charge from renewable sources. When the sun is shining and you can um, use a solar, solar PV for the charging. There are different types of charger for electric cars. I mean, for some people, if you're going to charge your electric car, I don't have one, but if you're going to do it, it might need an overnight charge. Sometimes they can do it in two or three hours, but you need a special charging station for that. How difficult would that infrastructure be to set up? This this is a very good question. So, Stephen, you, you definitely get fast chargers and slow chargers, and most people are advocating for fast chargers. We're trying our best to convince uh, whoever's, whoever's listening that we should be using slower chargers. A 22-kilowatt charger, you're able to charge the minibus taxi fast enough that it's on the road back again during, for the evening peak. And then at home charging, typically, you'd go for a 7-kilowatt charger. So we're doing a lot of grid impact analysis studies to understand exactly what the impact on the grid would be, um, depending on how fast the charges are and how much the vehicles need to travel. But it, it looks like um, the, the impact of the, the minibus taxis charging will be substantial. And unfortunately, it will uh, happen at exactly the same time as uh, when our geysers are heating up. So it's, it's a big challenge for the grid, which is why we're looking at things like um, vehicle-to-grid applications and also looking at installing big batteries at the charging stations to provide fast energy when it's required and to slowly absorb energy from solar or wind resources or even from the grid uh, when there's not a big demand on the grid. The price of petrol is probably going to go up by the latest projection I've seen is one round 40 cents a litre uh, at the next month. I mean, it's very high already. What would the cost of it be? And you you can't really compare the cost of a litre of petrol with a kilowatt hour of electricity, but someone's going to have to do it. Yeah, we've we've done those comparisons, and I can tell you, Stephen, that it's it's in the order of a quarter of the cost per kilometre. We with it, our best guess at this stage, given the the measurements that we've taken with the retrofitted vehicle, and our simulations, is that you'll be able to pay off the electric conversion within a year. And the electric conversion at scale, if we do many of them, will typically be in the order of 450 odd thousand per taxi. So it's it's definitely financially beneficial. For me, the big concern is the electricity supply, and that's something we need to sort out and think about carefully given our uh, load shedding and grid challenges. Am I allowed to say, or we could just look up and watch the sun rise in front of us, Professor Boyson? <laughs>
Absolutely, that's what we should be doing. <laughs> Professor Dennis Boyson, thank you. Research Chair in the Internet of Things in the Department of Electrical and Electronic Engineering at Stellenbosch.